0: How do you remake a classic musical? Well, like this. Today I'm talking about West Side Story. This is Scott's Love indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello movie friends, welcome to Scott's off indulgent Movie Podcast, I am Scott and today I am talking about the Academy Award nominated and uh, winning in some categories, West Side Story, which is Steven Spielberg's first and potentially last musical as you said, but uh, yeah, it took me a little too long to get to see it, but once I finally did, I thoroughly enjoyed it and I thought I would get into why. So without further ado, let's get started. I'll admit that my first reaction to this movie wasn't great. Not because I don't trust Steven Spielberg, or have a strong attachment to the original film. Hell, I've been in a summer production of the play. I played Tony, and Maria was about 6 inches taller than me, and my voice hadn't fully dropped. Memories. Anyway, the thing that stood out to me was that there was a strange lack of music and singing in the previews that I saw. So I was wondering, is this still a musical? And if so, are everyone's voices crap? Turns out, I didn't need to be worried, because Spielberg delivered a fantastic movie musical. Based on the musical and play of the same, uh, sorry, on the movie and the, play, and the musical of the same name, the film takes place in 1957 on Manhattan's Upper West Side, where two rival gangs, the White Jets and Puerto Rican Sharks, are vying for control over their shrinking territory. But things get complicated in a hurry when the Jets' former lieutenant Tony falls for Maria, the sister of the Sharks' leader Bernardo. Remaking a classic movie musical is a hard sell, especially when the original adaptation is, rightly, considered a classic. Not only is the music from a different era of musical theater, which is less pop-rock and more operatic, but you also have a good chance of angering fans of the original, who are also your most likely audience. So how did Spielberg and Company do? Really well. Like really well. As a visual storyteller, Spielberg has always been phenomenal, but what's interesting is to see him apply his decades of experience to a new genre to make a movie like this feel different than the original. And he does this with two tricks. As The first is set and production design. As beloved as the original West Side Story is, it also looks very stagey. Most of the locations look and feel like stages, and they don't have much grit to them. That's not to say this version doesn't use sound stages, but this version of Manhattan looks and feels a lot more like Manhattan. It means the musical numbers can start in an alley and spill out onto streets, and adds a layer of excitement and visual fun to the film, also authenticity. The second is the color palette. The film's color filter is what I describe as a high-contrast vision of the past, where we see so much more dirt and broken-down elements than we did in the in the original, but it still looks glossy and somewhat rose-colored, like a vision from a bygone era. It makes the film look modern without betraying the original's feel. And some not-so-subtle political updates about who the Jets are, what's happening to their neighborhood, and language changes in certain songs to modernize it and avoid offending anybody are welcome as well. But what about all that singing and dancing? How is all of that? It's fantastic. Turns out all of that action movie experience means Spielberg has a good feel for how to capture group and individual movement during the dance scenes. Even, even, and, ah, sorry, with... Even more modern techniques, i.e., a quick cut here or there, to establish drama within each song or scene. And everyone brings their A game in terms of voices and performance, with the obvious standout being the Oscar winning turn from Ariana Ariana DeBose, who is radiant from start to finish. The only complaint I have here is the drastic shift between the scenes in big areas versus small ones. This is a problem that almost no movie musical seems to have figured out, but once the action goes into houses and stores and other small locations, locations that in a musical would typically look open even though they're technically not, everything gets cluttered in a hurry, and it's harder to take songs seriously. Spielberg tries to avoid this by filming from further away or zooming out, but sometimes the space forces his hand. It would be easier to ignore if the rest of the movie wasn't full of giant wide shots of the locations. Hell, even Tony wandering around the city is in all sorts of cinematic wides. Still, it's a small complaint in an electric adaptation. The verdict is it's a lovely homage and update. Despite a daunting task, Spielberg's first and likely last musical stands on its own. 7 out of 10.